Episode 88. Happy National Drink of Beer Day, guys. Like I said, episode 88 of the podcast. Song's such a banger, dude. Song is such a banger. Before I get into tonight, guys, with me always, my disembodied but never bodied voice. We got J.O. behind the camera. And uh, yeah, I'm just going to get right into it, man. Uh, This is not easy. Um, Didn't think I would ever have to make a video like this so soon in my uh, podcasting career. Okay, you know, like the topic of, I wouldn't say necessarily death, but anytime anybody that's important to you or close to you is going through something related to like sickness or death, it's like literally one of the hardest things to talk about because like, what do I say? You know what I mean? Like, what what do I say that eases what's happening? There's nothing I can do that eases what's happening. And, I, and I'm not the whole thoughts and prayers guy. I appreciate thoughts and prayers, but I'm not going to be, you know, because in my opinion, like, if God wanted me alive, he wouldn't need your thoughts and prayers to keep me there. So you guys are the ones. It's like he's the one with the power, not you guys, but... One of one of my I would say one of my she is my biggest supporter, like hands down, one of my biggest supporters. She's going through something right now that I can't even fathom. It's like, you know, hey, and she even said that, like, hey, one of the biggest things about you is that you bring me you bring me like happiness with your laughter and like your jokes. So I kind of want to keep it in that tone for you, Fran. So I'm going to put up a link, guys. It's to Fran's GoFundMe, okay? You, I'm pretty sure she'll tell you the same thing, but you don't even have to donate donate to it if you can't. Just share it. Whatever you, whatever you can. Screenshot it, share it, put it on your social medias. Because I want to finally prove for once and for all that like there's, there's like a community of people who actually care about things. You know, it's, it's so stupid, by the way, that, like, we even have to, like, do GoFundMe's because, like, the government and, like, other stuff should be helping with that type of stuff. You know what I mean? You know how easy it would be to give someone a thousand for, like, a surgery or something? Or, like, for, like, funeral cost? You know, like, how easy that would be? Like, all the money we send to, like, U- Ukraine and Iran and all that stuff, but, like, we can't help with people here. I don't know. That just bugs me, by the way. But yeah, friend, you're like one of the most important subscribers, supporters, friends that I have in this in this business. And it won't be the same without you. You're still here. I'm talking as if you're not. But it won't be the same without you. But I want you to understand that, hey, the people care. There's a community of people that, that have your back. So I'm going to put that in the description, guys. If you can share it, if you can donate to it, cool. And I think she would, uh, she would definitely agree. So yeah, um, so earlier today... I know it's kind of like a, a not so easy transition from from the last topic we just did. But earlier today, I was at the airport because I was dropping my girlfriend off at the SeaTac airport. She's uh, she's going to be gone for two weeks. So I don't know what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> but, but no, and actually, so I've been on planes before. And you have recently, Justin. Recently, you've been on like, I think this year, like twice, right? Like you've, you've flown twice somewhere. Yeah. So... It was like a really jarring experience today. You know what I mean? Like it was so like not only was it like 4:30 in the morning, right? But and I understand because of the place I work at, I I don't like customers. Don't talk to me, please. 
Don't ask me where anything's at. Where's the exit? I don't know. Like that's how that I'm on that behavior a hundred percent. Like twenty four seven. I'll be talking to my coworker, like, you know, we're chatting, chatting, a customer's like, Hey, do you guys know where? And I'm like, We're talking. You know, like that type of energy. So I finally got that, but at the airport. Now, now if you work at a retail store, go ahead and shit all over the customers. Cuss at them, talk shit. Who cares, bro? It's just retail. You know what I mean? Restaurants too. You want a refill? Bro, I'm busy. You know? If they're being rude, bro, yeah, come with that energy. Hey, I'm, hey, the water fountain's right there. You know, like if you're thirsty, hey, refill, stay. Like, you know what I mean? That's why I like how buffets do that. I don't want to ask. I don't want to talk to you. That's why do I'm so. Do buffets do that? At buffet. oh, yeah, they do. They yeah, do. well, some do. I know at the old country buffet, it just used to be right in the middle. Because I don't want to talk to you, people. Don't ask me if I want to read. Literally, I don't want to talk to you. Like, I'm so antisocial and I have so much anxiety. Which is weird because I do a podcast, right? It's an oxymoron. But, and you, I think, are way worse with, like, antisocial stuff. But that's not the point. The point is, I don't want to talk to you. So, thank God I can just get up and I can get a drink. Okay? So, like, if you work in those industries, yeah, bro. I don't, I don't care what a customer has to say. But I thought going to the airport, like, hey... Maybe a little different. You know what I mean? I thought the customer service would be a little different. Right? Like, they're like, hey, once you check in, you got to go to A3. We go to A3. Yeah, you have to go to uh, to JetBlue, and you have to go to Gate 2. So I'm like, okay, but the last lady said go to A3. Yeah, I don't know why she said that. You have to go to JetBlue, and you have to go to Gate 2, which is like, it rhymes. So I was like, okay, then it rhymes. We go in there. Now... It's not because the guy has one arm, right? But I feel like if you have one arm, you should have more empathy towards people's situations. If you're, you know what I mean? You would I'm, think. You would think. Because, like, I, that's what I know. And I'm not even trying to, like, be ableist here. I don't know if it's ableist. But let's just get this out the way. Like, if you notice, I notice, like, people who are in, like, wheelchairs or crutches or, like, they're, like, they're missing a limb. They're like the rudest people ever. I'm sorry. They're just like the rudest people you can come across. I would be too, dude. Yeah. And, I, and then I thought to myself like, yeah, well, I mean, like if I saw some like young 20 year old like running laps in like the airport and I couldn't like I'd be pissed too, dude. I'd be I'd be pretty peeved. So I'm like, oh, hey, the last city said to go here. You know, uh, we got to go to gate two. And like the guy with one arm like kind of like lifts up his uh, his you know, a stump kind of, I don't know if that's what you call it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's a comedy podcast. Calm down. <laughs> we tell jokes here. Okay. Sometimes I take myself too serious and I like Fran, see you're laughing. So that's what I needed. We take ourselves too serious. here, like, bro, like if I'm going to tell if I'm, it's called say what's real, right? So the guy had one arm. Okay. One arm. And he lifts up his stump and goes, you see that sign over there? But he had like a like an Islander accent. Like he said, like, you know, brother. Like, hey, you see that sign, brother? Like that type of stuff. You see that sign over there? Yeah, because I can read it. So you should too. Yeah, you got to follow that. I was like, but it's taking me back to the place that I was at previously where she said to come here. Yeah, I know you can read. Follow it. And I was like, <laughs> okay, like strike one, one our man. Strike fucking one. So we go back to that same that where he's telling us to. 
And she's like, hey, I already told you to go to, to JetBlue Gate 2. I said, oh, hey, Mrs. Dr. Seuss. The one-armed man sent me here. So, what? I'm getting on this fucking plane. Well, not, not me, but Emily's getting... Emily's getting on this fucking plane. Alright? Because I, I know security's tight since 9-11. So, I was kind of careful on how loud I shouted. Alright? You don't want to... You don't want to upset people. You know what I mean? So, the lady kind of rolls her eyes. And she's like, no, you have to go back to this area. And I'm like, okay. Listen. So, I go to this area. She sends us to a different area. I'm like, okay, why didn't they just say this in the first place? So we go up there, and I'm not joking. If you remember Project X, remember the two like teenage security guards? They were like from fucking yeah. middle school. It's what it looked like. So we go up to this like gated area, and it looks it's like these two like light skinned black kids. They looked young as fuck, bro. Like probably like 18. And it kind of reminded me of like the security guards at Project X. I'm like, do they like do they work here? That's how young they look. They were like the coolest, nicest people at the airport that I've had an experience with. They they were like articulate about where to go and they gave the, the right directions. They just haven't been poisoned by customer by service. Yeah. So I was like, hey, thank you guys. Cool. I go back and guess who it is? It's the Warner man. I have to go back to his line. So we go up to him and I'm like, hey man, I know you said the sign, right? But... These people are saying we have to come here. So can we get this solved? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you have to go in this one. I was like, oh, okay. So you told us that the first time. You know, I mean, I don't want to be rude or anything because... And it's not because of the whole one-arm situation, but it's like, hey. It's like you could have said that the first time, bud. So I end up leaving. Uh, I walk Emily to her line and I end up having to leave because you can't. I can't go through security because I'm not going on a plane. So to get back down to the parking garage was just in and itself crazy. Was just in and itself crazy. I wanted to get a Starbucks too at the at the airport, right? I wanted to get a Starbucks, but this is something that like has been bugging me too. Is like, okay, so Dutch Bros does this, Starbucks I believe does this. But tipping, right? The tipping culture. And it's gotten to the point where I don't even want to go to places anymore. Right. So back in the day, I would avoid going to restaurants if I was hungry because I don't want to tip. Right. I was like, I don't want to do the whole tipping thing. I only have a certain amount. So let's just go to a place that doesn't require it. Be nice, you know. And I was always very like aware of that because our mom's a waitress. Right. And that's how our mom made a living. And that's how she took care of us. So I was like, hey, you know, I I always thought that was weird as fuck, too, because I'm, I'm with you where I, I don't necessarily 100 percent agree with the whole tipping culture we have here in America. But we came from a mother, like, physically, and, you know, the way she raised us. Yeah, and that's She's a fucking waitress. So, like, how did that viewpoint come onto us? I have no clue. Well, at some point, it just it became more than just restaurants, right? Like, literally, like, people who would, like, hand you a donut, they'd flip the iPad over, and it says tip. What am I tipping you for? People at the boba shops and like the bakery shops, like everything, like the weed shop now. The weed shop has a tip jar? Bro, all you did was hand me a blunt. I'm sorry. You know what's getting really bad is now t they're to the point where when they flip their device over, they have like three buttons you could push, right? And it's the recommended tip amount. The lowest one is like 15%, 20%. Yeah, it's not even 10% anymore. No, yeah. So, like, 
I think we went to Trappers not that long ago, and I think it was twenty five. I want to say it was twenty, but let's just twenty five. I want to say it was twenty five, but let's just say it was twenty, right? Yeah. It definitely started with the two, so let's just say it was twenty. Twenty percent for a tipping Up and a Trappers. <laughs> Up a spicy crab mayo roll. Huh? I, it was just that's unbelievable, bro. It's unbelievable because it's not just restaurants that are doing it now. Like, literally anything. And then some places don't even give you the option. They just, it's fucking added whether you like it or not. Yeah, we went to that Thai food place recently. Which, by the way, that Thai food place, not only did I fucking tip, right? Not only did I fucking tip. When we were leaving, they were they chased us out. Justin remembers this. They chased us out. Like, oh... Oh, you didn't pay. And I'm like, wait, wait, what do you mean we didn't pay? Right? Like everybody was like hella confused and lethargic after eating all that Thai food. Right? She's like, oh, you know, you didn't pay. And she was pointing at me. And I was like, I did though. We went back in. She kept saying there was no receipt. Cool, whatever, right? I I pay. I'm like, I'm not, I'm okay, cool. Let's just get this over with because I'm gonna go prove that I did. We get home that night and it shows two payments on my Chase app. You know, you, you can look at your payment history. I was like, Emily, they did charge us. So I called and I got that taken care of. And the manager was like, oh, I'm really sorry, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry that this happened. She didn't, she shouldn't have chased after you and all that stuff. I'm like, yeah, because it made me look like an idiot in front of my family. Yeah. There's only four of us, too. Yeah, and I'm like, Usually bro, they have to tip, like, they do force gratuity if it's, like, a party of, like... Six or above, right? Like, eight or some shit. Well, like, imagine, like... We're just having like a nice family dinner and this lady's chasing me down in front of like my family. Now my family's like, oh, wait, Drew, you weren't going to pay. And it's like, bro, that's embarrassing. And I tipped. Right. So that's like also embarrassing. That I tipped and you guys are chasing me out like I'm like I'm like Billy the kid or something. Yeah. So the tipping's got bad. The tipping culture needs to change, especially if every place is going to do it. You guys know the tip, like tipping doesn't like these jobs and our government should be paying you more that you shouldn't rely on people's tips. You were showing me a sign one time that said when you and Kylie went to Capitol Hill, there was like a restaurant remember, And the restaurant had a sign saying like, hey, please don't tip our people because they like, say, we please don't tip. They I just, thought they know they just straight up said we don't, don't accept tip. tips. Oh, yeah. they said don't accept tips like that. We don't do. tips. OK, here. maybe they say please. But they were basically saying like, hey, we don't accept tips because we pay our people a living wage. Right. Like, hey, this kind of like so the, every place should be doing that. You you should be getting paid a livable wage. And I've said this before. If you flip a burger, you hand someone a donut, you fill up gas you're changing people's oil, oil, you're at retail. Whatever you're doing, you should be getting a livable wage. You shouldn't rely on tips, right? Oh, but the price of this will go up. Then so fucking what? Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I, I know that like us not agreeing with that is like a really super hot controversial take because like everybody that I know of is like, you know, will like shun you and treat you like I'm gonna go tip the fucking weed guy now, right? Like, oh, then you know, like if I go buy off the streets now, mm-hmm. I go to the fucking weed dealer's street house down the street, go get some weed. He gives me an iPad with the tip option. Every time I fucking get Molly now, I gotta tip the Molly. You know what I'm saying? Like, where when yeah. is it gonna end? Uh, for the restaurant one, they'll just be like, oh, if you can't tip, then don't go out to eat. Well, I mean, sure, I guess. But That's the only that one you're just where enabling a poor mind. business. You're just enabling a poor business structure, in my opinion. Because like you said, 
they're allowed to pay their their employees such a low wage, right? I think some places it's like I remember they said that they're hour. allowed to go below minimum. Yeah, they are. Because of like the the tip counteracting, I think I don't know. I'm not a fucking waiter or waitress. It would be cool if like they paid them hourly a good hourly wage yeah. and tips, right? Then people would be excited. To I know, be but then they'd be like, oh yeah, but then your the cost of your meal would go up. Like I mean, that, so be it, man. I guess. Well, I guess like that is. I mean, I guess it's like does that have to fall on the customer? And it's like, bro, but does that. But does this lady have to bust her ass for 80 hours every two? No, I know. So, like, all right, dude. Maybe I'm, like, uh, obviously, me and you are just regular people. We're not professionals in any way, shape, or form. But, like, you work at a job, okay? Mm -hmm. I work at a job, whatever. We get paid to do what we do by our employer. If you're a waitress and you're getting paid to do waitressing things... Why am I giving you extra money for you doing what you're paid to do? That's a it's good like point, pizza man. delivery, right? Mm. When you do pizza delivery, they're like, hey, don't forget to tip your driver because the delivery fee is not for your, you know, that's not the tip. Why am I tipping the delivery, dude, when that's literally what this motherfucker gets paid to do? He gets paid to drive a car and bring me a pizza. Yeah, that's a crazy concept. Why am I giving you extra money? A lot of the Uber Eats people won't even take food yeah. to your house if you don't tip them. Like, Yeah, I know. I've seen a video like that. Uh, we won't post it up because it's too long but this girl got mad and refused to give the guy his food she's like hey you only gave me a five dollar tip you're either gonna get come out here and you know talk to me or you're not getting this food you can cancel your order that's insane and the, he, the guy caught it on his ring camera and was like i'm not coming outside take your food away i don't want to you know that's confrontational so insane, like she was bro. like mad that he only gave her five bucks like the culture that you're talking about is like got her that. so entitled that she thought that she deserved more tip money to even bring this dude his food we created that culture, man. And we're allowing it by continuing to allow these businesses to not pay yeah, you guys it's properly. it's getting worse, man. Like I said the other day, or it wasn't the other day, it was like more like a week or two. And it was 20% was the lowest option they gave you. And and to be fair, like regardless of what me and you just said, like we, we have love for the waitresses and waiters in America, dude, and, and, and the world in general. Like we're not hating on them. I do. I just think it's a fucking ass yeah. system. And it's, it's you guys don't be mad at me and Justin for, for thinking these thoughts. Be mad at the people who are paying you shit. And they think it's okay to pay you shit. And they literally pay you slave shit wages. And you're just like mad at the guy that's yeah, you're not talking mad at your to boss a camera you. instead of your boss for paying you a shit yeah. fucking wage. Get mad at him. Start standing up for yourselves. Literally. Like, you, we have the power to change certain things, but we're just all afraid and it's never going to work. Well, keep working for a fucking shit slave wage then. Like, uh, I used to work at Walmart and they told you straight up you can't accept tips. If somebody tried to give you a tip, you have to turn it down. And if they if they catch you getting tips... You get fired. You can for get it. fired for it. Catch me if you can, dude. But like then, Leo. like you know, I would work out in Garden Center, and we would help people load bags and bags of like, you know, fifty pound bags of cement or fifty pound bags of soil, and then they would give us money. They're like, oh yeah, you got thank you. You know, I go to other WalMarts and they don't help me like this, and it's like, hey, dude, I'm getting paid to just do my fucking job. Yeah, you guys, comment below. What does the tipping culture need to do to change? Does it need to be abolished? Does it need to go? What are your thoughts? I'm going to briefly talk about a movie, though, okay, that, that I recently saw. It was called Pearl. 
And oh yeah, oh my god, dude! It's directed by a guy named T.I. West, it, and it's starring a girl that I guess I think I've heard her name before, but Mia Goth, bro. Now let me tell you, I'm not gonna get into any spoilers because I want you guys to watch it, especially my brother. Now it's made by the company A24, which I'm a really big fan of their scary movies because they kind of think outside the box, and a lot of their ideas are like kind of refreshing. This movie takes place in the early 1900s. It takes place on a farm. It's about a girl named Pearl. And it is, a, I would say, yes, it's like a thriller horror movie. Now, going into it, I was like, okay, like, I was like, okay, Emily wants to see it. And I'm like, mm, uh, uh. and I, I remember seeing a comment online about a guy saying it was woke. Yeah, this is woke. And I was like, I guess, like, how would it be woke? Because it takes place during the, the early pandemic of the early 1900s. I think it was like the Spanish flu where everybody had to wear masks and shit. So there was a lot of mask comments and a lot of like that throughout the movie, which if you're doing a movie in that time period, you're going to mention that. Like if people make movies about 2020, there's going to be a lot of Trump stuff and mask. Yeah. And so, you know, off that, this is a prequel, right? This movie is a prequel to a movie that has already came out. It's called X. Right. And I didn't know that until after I saw Pearl. I was like, oh, wait, this is a prequel that in the movie just came out like a couple like earlier this year. So after I get out of Pearl, I'm like, yeah, this is a really good movie. Like people should really watch this. This is really good. And I guess they're coming out with the third movie later next year. But at the end, bro, this is the part I wanted to talk about. So at the end, for like a straight minute, the actress just looks into the camera and just won't stop smiling. Right. And it's to the point where the movie kind of comes across as like a female Joker. Like what Joker was to men, this movie would be to like women, and she like stares into the camera for like a straight minute and just doesn't stop. And it it, it like the the smile gets crazier and crazier, and then the credits like kind of end. And I was like, ooh, that was good. Can you imagine the director's like, keep going, keep going. We're gonna use it, for and she's like, <laughs> you know, like dude. So if you guys haven't seen Pearl, I would suggest I would suggest checking it out and the sequel to it, X. So. Yeah, we're going to end off tonight, though, with uh, the the Jeffrey Dahmer Netflix uh, show that, that came out. There's a lot of backlash surrounding the movie. So I'm not going to talk about the show itself because, yes, I've seen the show. What I want to talk about, though, is like the side you stuff. You watched the whole thing? I, I have like one episode left. Oh. Yeah. And by the way, Evan Peters, let's just give it, bro. He must have studied Jeffrey Dahmer's like interviews and he must have studied this guy. Because the way he acts and talks, that's like, like you know what I mean? Like, it kind of reminded me of when uh, Sh Charlize Theron did a uh, monster, and she did uh, Eileen Warnos, that female serial killer from Florida. Mm -hmm. She looked and talked almost exactly like that girl to the point where, if you didn't know, you would think that serial killer was in a fucking movie, dude, and she won an Oscar for that, right? So it kind of gives me that vibe. When you see him in the show and he's talking and walking and I'm like, oh, okay, he did his he did his research dude for this role, which I, I I can give props to people who do that when they take their craft seriously because that's something I'm a really big fan of. So it's getting a lot of backlash from like the black community, the LGBTQ community, which I I don't know like one of the things that turned me off really about episode one was at the end of it right. So at the end of episode one, the guy that ends up getting Jeffrey Dahmer caught, like in real life, uh, he makes a comment about, oh, you've been killing my people. And 
I guess back in the day when this was happening in Milwaukee, there was a lot of people who were mad that his main victims were black. But I do kind of want to give that guy. That guy didn't know that, right? Yeah, he didn't know that his other like, victims were black, right? Yeah, like he yeah. didn't know, like, oh, this white person's trying to kill me. This is Jeffrey Dahmer, the infamous serial killer. <laughs> like he didn't know that. So the fact that he said, you know, you're He's not like gonna, screaming. you're not gonna kill my people anymore, or whatever the fuck he said, like, bro, you didn't know that he was doing that. That was so cringe. I'm sorry, it was, and it's unless like, he did, when they didn't explain it. But so there's an interview out, right? That was from Inside Edition, and it happened a long time ago. But he, so this lady's interviewing him, and he base she basically suggests like, hey, a lot of your victims were people of color. Was that something that motivated you during the killings? He said no, that his killings weren't racially motivated, which is kind of ironic because he works at a chocolate factory, and like, and a lot of his victims were people of color, which is like crazy. But you know, it's a comedy podcast, by the way. So the point is. This interview exists, right? So when you're making the show, you're making the show knowing that his killings weren't racially motivated. When it was revealed that most of the victims were black or homosexual, people in Milwaukee were incensed. Many felt that was why he went after them and why the police didn't seem to care when their families reported them missing. 10 of your 17 victims were black. Were they racially motivated? It, it was crimes? not racially motivated. It was not. Uh, sexual preference. It was just to find an obsession with uh, the best looking young man I could find. But allowing that narrative to play out all across social media and in part of your episodes. Right? So you yeah. put in episode one, the guy like, you're not going to kill my people no more, Jeff. Like, what? Why did you put that in there? Like, not only should you have not put that in there, I, I kind of think you shouldn't have made this movie, this show at all. Now, it gets it gets into a topic that I wanted to address where should we stop making movies and documentaries about serial killers? Like, at the end of the day, there's there's just so much now, right? The Night Stalker, Jeffrey Dahmer, Ted Bundy, they all have just, like, so much movies and Netflix documentaries. And how much do we have to know about these guys? They're pieces of shit. They killed innocent people. Not all of them were innocent, probably, but not... They didn't do anything to die, right? So yeah. these guys are like, why? Why? Like the only one that in the last recent years I could think of that was like really good was the Night Stalker one. Like Netflix did a really good job at portraying but that was that like case. a documentary style. This is like an actual. I thought it was gonna be a movie first of all. Yeah, I'm like, I, I got kind of like. It should have been a movie. It was like ten episodes that are like an hour long. I was yeah, like, this yeah, isn't Game good, of bro. Thrones. Why do we need a Game of Thrones style show for this? I think I watched like two episodes with Kylie, and can I was you, like, no, nah, I'm good. Can you imagine like the Ted? Like now the next show's Ted Bundy, and they're gonna interconnect like the MCU, and it's like the no, they tried to. Did you? Did you? I saw something about. Uh, I don't want to say I read an article, but it was uh, pretty much that. Where in like one of the episodes towards like the end of this TV show, John Wayne Gacy they have like a a side what what would you say how did i miss that they have like I... a they have like a scene where john wayne gacy is bringing somebody into his is it so it, i thought it was funny right so let's get into a couple things i want to hit here so right here netflix has removed the lgbtq tag on Dahmer, right and following the backlash from its subscribers now one thing that i don't know if it bothers me okay but every community of people 
has bad people, right? Like negative connotations to everything, right? So that you, you would say, yes, Jeffrey Dahmer was gay, right? He was a, a gay man in like the early 80s. Um, so we're just not going to, we're just going to remove the tag now because he killed like what, why? Because I know, I know people are like, but that's not what LGBTQ is. So like, so there's nothing negative can be attached to you. Why does something negative have to be attached to every other group except you? This is what I'm talking about, bro. When I tell you that if you want to be treated equal, you have to accept that there's things that aren't really good about you. Right? Like if we're, you know what I mean? Like if we're going to line up all these groups, the good and the bad, that's equal treatment. Right. Not, oh, hey, don't say anything that's not good about this group or you can't have it on your on your show or movie. You can't even put it in a documentary. Now, if there's a section and, and I think Netflix does this, too, but there's, if there's a section that says LBGTQ shows and this shows in it, I wouldn't put it in it. But having the tag. Like, why remove the tag? Like, what does that do for you? Is that not what that means? If that's what that means, then, okay, I somewhat agree with that. Because I thought, like, each movie had, like, different tags, like, you know, thriller, scary. Oh, yeah, no, I think maybe that's what it is then. If what this is saying is that it was literally under the category LGBTQ and there's Dahmer, okay, uh, yeah, I'd probably take that off, right? Yeah. But if it's, like, a tag that says, like, horror, this and that, I don't know, bro. It just kind of bugs me that, like, the, the, they think that nothing negative can be tied to them. Like, oh, you're not going to do that. It's like, um, I mean, I think you're right. It was you know, I mentioned dude. this off cam, right? But let's say, for instance, because uh, black people are being brought up a lot with this show. Let's say, for instance, Boys in the Hood, right? That's not every black person. Everybody watching would, would definitely agree. That's not every black experience. That's just a pocket of the black experience, right? But let's say they were like, hey, we don't even want that tied with us. Like if it's like a Black History Month category or just like black movies or black creators, like, you know, Hulu does that celebrating black creators. We're not putting Boys in the Hood in there because of that. Like that's the, that's similar to me, right? Yes, that movie doesn't portray every black experience. It's just a pocket of it, right? But it was made by a black director, it had black actors in it. So yes, we're going to celebrate this critically acclaimed movie. Not, oh, hey, it has some bad stuff that we don't like, so we're not putting it in that category i think just to play like devil's advocate i think that the whole argument is like it's not a show about him being gay it's not a, it's not talking about his gay experience it's not nothing is centered around his sexuality it's literally them just slapping that tag on there because he was gay it's not a show about him being gay it's not a show you know yeah. it's him well, he murdering does, like, people gay but then, like, stuff oh, hey, show, he was but... gay by the way so here's this tag yeah, I mean... Whereas, like what you just said, Boys in the Hood is literally about the experience of them growing up where they grew up and how they handled the... Yeah, because uh, I think in, a, in like some of the episodes, he, he like frequents the gay bars, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, you're right. It's not about him being gay, but he is gay in the show. He does yeah, no, gay that, stuff I th in the show. Like I said, I've only seen like two episodes. I think maybe three. I don't, I, it's so fucking long. I couldn't tell which is the end and the start of an crazy. episode. They decided to go with the Game they, of Thrones style show. Let's just say, for the sake of example, it's three episodes. I think in all three episodes, they have they have a scene or two where it's like honed in on him being like homosexual. Yeah. 
Which is um, right here, which is funny because it was not funny. I wanted to bring this up too. It says fans check Rick Ross for winning Dahmer glasses. And this guy literally goes, locate me a pair of Dahmer shades. And the comment below says, you are the same person who put Molly all in her champagne. She know it. <laughs> Took her home and had fun with that. She know it. I don't know why I'm surprised. Guess you ready for the next step, huh? Helene. Which is, let's talk about that, man, before we end the show. Why didn't Rick Ross face more backlash for that comment? And why did Rick Ross literally tweet, locate me a pair of Dahmer shades? I think he deleted that. Because Rick, bro, that's not a good look, bud. Not only because you're past with the Molly comment and like, you know, Sheenie know it. But bro, am I like wrong here? But like those don't look like shades to me. The ones that Dahmer is wearing above. Oh, those just like regular glasses. Maybe he had shades on later on, but or like before. But seriously, like I don't get why Rick Ross never faced more backlash for that. Especially in the Me Too movement and especially with like cancel culture now. Cause you, you guys love to yeah, dig he up past that stuff. tweet. You guys love to dig up old shit that people say. Why haven't you dug up Rick Ross's you ain't even know it verse, bro? Seriously. Like, we're going to start canceling people and this and this. Like, yeah, Rick, you got to go, bud. You want Dahmer shades? That person's right. Your next step is literally that, dude. Can you imagine the aesthetic? Yeah, I just want the Jeffrey Dahmer look, bro. Like, ah, I don't know, dude. With your past comment about, like, drugging people and stuff, I don't know, dude. Yeah, how about we don't get you Dahmer shades? Yeah, imagine we're in the studio, right? And this is kind of the crazy part because someone heard him say that, right? This is why I don't like Yes Men someone was in the studio with rick ross when he said that verse right like you know ye nee know it and they heard him say all that right Ooh, and like they either they went ooh, or they were just like they just looked at, straight ahead like they pretend like he did it because he's rick ross right he's paying you probably a lot of money like oh you know oh you know and rick ross like how was the with the deep ass yeah it was good y good yep and like you did you like you just yes man your way into letting that get out why didn't someone pull him aside and like, hey, Rick, bro, it's not a good idea, dog. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, psycho. Hey, bro, like, maybe you shouldn't put Molly in a drink and she didn't know it, dog. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know why they didn't That's just put... crazy when you think about that, bro. Yeah, like, no one pulled him aside and said, hey, bro, maybe you shouldn't put you, this out. Why would you even think about that? Hey, yo, run with that. You know, the worst part is, right, is he probably didn't just think about that. That's probably some shit he's actually done and just decided to rap about it. Yeah, because a lot of rap comes from personal experience. Yeah, yeah hey, I don't, allegedly, right? But I don't want to, I'm not trying to get packed out. But you know what I mean? But like, hey, you made your bed, now lay in it, dog. But yeah, that's tonight's episode. I apologize about the beginning. There's not really easy things to say when it comes to someone that you love and who's your friend who's like going through something like what Fran's going through. I don't know if I probably came across like such an idiot, but you can you guys please, like I said in the beginning, share her, go find me. Donate to it, share it. Let's just celebrate her while we still can. And yeah, until next time, guys. Peace.